This is episode four of Live and Learn, and we go learn today with Tiffany Hilliker. Welcome to Live and Learn. My name is Shirley Layer. I am the founder of Learn, and on each episode, we bring you interesting people within our communities that have knowledge, experience, and unique skills to share. These individuals are entrepreneurs, artisans, hobbyists, but most of all, people that live in your own backyard. Thank you for tuning in with me, and I hope you learned something new today. Guys, today I am joined by the super awesome Tiffany Hilliker. She is the owner of Hoops and High Notes, where she has been teaching piano and vocal lessons for over 15 years. She actually has a degree in vocal and piano pedagogy, which I learned what the word means in this episode. Plus, she became a certified hoop love coach instructor in 2017. So I really enjoyed this episode um, and learned a bunch. We talk about how hula hooping is the gateway drug to physical fitness, why bigger is indeed better when it comes to hoops, how hooping is another extension of the creative process, similar to dancing and music, and an awesome new podcast that her and her best friend Michelle will be launching called Creative Clarksville, which I'm super excited about. Uh, And I actually got to do an interview, so that was fun. Um, So without further ado, let's go ahead and learn more. And before we get started, I just wanna give a huge shout out to our collaborators that make this show possible. This podcast is in collaboration with Local, an amazing organization that looks beyond the chain stores and spotlights local small businesses within our community and beyond. Make sure to check them out at localclarksville.com. Another huge shout out to the incredibly talented Blondell Video Company, where they help your home tell its story with professional photo and video tours. So if your home is on the market in Clarksville, Tennessee, make sure to visit them at blondellvideo.com. Also want to shout out the beautifully crafted Office Now co-working space that is Clarksville's premier workspace solution. This is Clarksville's first ever co-workspace solution with concierge services and the largest art gallery in the city. So make sure to visit ClarksvilleOfficeNow.com for more information. And lastly, want to give a shout out to Learn, where we are connecting local people within the community that want to learn or experience something hands-on. So go find unique activities that are hosted by local talent in your own backyard today at livedittlearnedit.com. Thanks again to all our collaborators for making this podcast possible. And without further ado, let's get into the podcast. And today I am joined by the lovely Tiffany Hilliker. You got it. I got it right. <laughs> yes. Um, you are the owner of Hoops and High Notes and you have a degree in vocal and piano What is that word? Pedagogy. Pedagogy. What is that? I know. Pedagogy is the art of teaching. Really? So I have a music degree with a specialization in teaching voice and piano. I did not know that. So I'm already learning something new. (laughs) I know, That's amazing. Yeah. Um, And you've been teaching for 15 years. Over 15 years. Over 15 years. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Nice. And in 2017, you became a certified hoop love coach. Yes. That is so cool. And a little weird, right? Everybody always goes. Okay, they're like with me when I say piano and voice lessons, and then I'm like, and I teach hula hoop lessons, and then their faces always are like, what is that? Right. And what does that have to do with music? That's true. But then again, I mean, dance is incorporated, right? Oh, I think they're so intertwined, Mm -hmm. and you can learn so many different lessons about yourself right um through all of those mediums nice yeah. I love it. so it's kind of all encompassing yes it together mm-hmm. i love that well we like to start it off with a fun fact um okay. so guys if you didn't know you're gonna learn today 
Tiffany, do you have a fun fact about hula hooping? Yes. Um, well, or in general, I think it's more in general about my business. Okay. Um, hula hooping is already fun. I don't know that I can make that any more fun. Right. Um, but a fun fact about my business is that when I sweep uh-huh. every day, uh-huh. there's always a large amount of glitter and unicorn confetti. <laughs> Getting sweeped up with, you know, just, like, the leaves that get tracked in. And uh-huh. it makes me laugh every yeah. time. And also, like, weirdly proud that I'm, like, sweeping up glitter and unicorn confetti. Because uh, in the hoop lessons mm-hmm. and in my hoop classes, we... Anytime somebody does something awesome, mm-hmm. we throw confetti at them. Nice. Like, like they're magical. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm always cleaning up weird stuff. Uh-huh. And I think there's, like, some weird life lesson in there. Yeah. Like... You know, we all have some garbage, right? Mm-hmm. But we're trying to find what makes people sparkle mm, and shine. I love and that. And that's what my business is all about. To so. keep them motivated. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cool. Well, now we know that there's <laughs> unicorn debris. And yes. after you're done, that's what you never know what you're going to see on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, well, I actually have a fun fact, too, because I was interested just in, like, in hula hooping, how it came about. Yeah. Uh, and did you know that the longest recorded duration for a single hula hoop to be hooped is 74 hours oh and my 54 goodness. minutes? It was a record set in Ohio by Aaron Hibbs in 2009. I did not know that. Could that is imagine? incredible. Talk about ab endurance. Yeah, I would die because that's a really great workout for your core. It really is. Right? Yes, nice. absolutely. When you're first starting to learn, um, I've met... Lots of people that have no issue mm-hmm. hula hooping. Mm-hmm. And I meet so many people that said, I have never been able to keep a hula hoop up in my life, even as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're so intimidated by the idea of even, why would I take lessons? I can't even get it to spin around one time. Mm-hmm. And it literally is the tiniest fix. It's mm-hmm. usually one or two tiny things. Most people think you're supposed to spin your body oh, like boy. you spin the hoop. Right. But actually, it's a front back pelvic thrust, which is almost like doing a crunch. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, it's this sort of movement. So it's front back, not round and round. Mm. The hoop needs something hitting it to keep it going. And people are trying to move with it. And then it has nothing to push against. No wonder I couldn't do it. So you kind of have to go against your natural instinct on that. And once I show people that, usually in just a matter of a few minutes, I can have them hula hooping. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the next step, is the endurance of the abs because my new hoop students mm-hmm. are like, oh man, 10 times around and they're getting tired already. Mm. And But after a few lessons, after a month or two, their abs are so much stronger. Wow. They have so much more endurance. Right. And we work the entire area. We teach you how to move it from your lower hips all the way up to your chest and above your chest because you actually have to isolate the different muscle groups directly above the hula hoop to be able to get it to move upwards. Wow. So you're using your abdominal Uh region in ways you probably never have before. Mm. Even for people that are used to going to the gym and doing those hardcore ab exercises, it is not the same because they've never had to stop there and think, I'm only using this muscle group right now. Let me isolate that one to get the hoop to stay in a certain place. Wow. So it's fun. Yeah. And you're getting a workout. And I love that because you don't even realize you're exercising because you're Mm -hmm. just playing and you're just having fun. But then at the end of the day, you're going to actually, the next day, you're probably going to feel you're that gonna feel sore, that. Yeah. right? I hear that all the time. Like, Tiffany, I had no idea that I was getting such a good workout the next day. Every muscle in my body was sore. Mm-hmm. And that's also a fun fact. Just hula hooping on your waist, you're using 30 muscle groups simultaneously. What? 30 of them. 30. That's yeah. amazing. And 
I, I remember seeing like um, on a picture you had, how many calories do you burn? It is seven calories a minute. So in a 30 minute workout, you can mm -hmm. expect uh, a little over 200 calories burned, right. which is so great. Yeah. I, I'm a big lover of food. So a Me lot of too. times I'm like, okay, waffle fries, that's this many calories. I can mm -hmm. hoop for 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't really do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could <laughs> but, calculate but it. But I could. You could calculate it that easily if you uh -huh. would like to. And it's fun. You're just having fun and you're doing something that's good for your body. I think that's mm -hmm. more important than counting calories and all that sort of stuff. It's good to know that you're burning calories mm -hmm. and that you're building muscle and strength, endurance, balance, all these things that mm -hmm. come into play when you start to learn to hula hoop. But it's more important that you're just moving your body. Right. I feel like as adults, um, a lot of us just don't have that much anymore. Yeah. I mean, I know we know people that go to the gym mm -hmm. regularly, but when do we just move for the fun of it? Mm -hmm. I think we've kind of lost that yeah, as we true. age, just moving because you just feel like it. Have you ever just wanted to dance? Yeah. Right. Uh, I do. And so, and to me, hooping is like dancing. And in fact, we don't just sit there and hoop on our waist the entire time. We mm -hmm. learn all these tricks. You can move the hoop all over your body um, and you can dance with it and flow with it. People mm -hmm. call it flow arts for that reason. Mm -hmm. It's a very flowy process. You learn to turn the hula hoop into your dance partner. Nice. And oh, beautiful. I like the way you said that. Yeah. yeah. That's how I've always thought of it. Like, this is my dance partner. How can we do this thing together? Right. How can we move together? Um, and it becomes a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I'm honoring my body mm. because I'm moving it instead right. of just being stuck at a desk all day or, you know, whatever. Uh, you may do for a living. I sit over a piano all day watching yeah. people play piano. Uh -huh. It is like a disaster on my neck and shoulders, mm -hmm. but then I can go grab my hoop even for just a few minutes and release all that tension and just honor my body and do something good for it. Nice. So I, I actually, uh, I love that. I, I saw a video of you yesterday. Yeah. And uh, you just went outside and you and you made it look so easy and it was just kind of flowing and you were just doing your thing. And I was like, man, that's awesome to be able to do that. Because I'm the type of person where if I work out, I don't want to know that I'm working out. Like, yeah, I want to have fun. I want to do something that takes my mind off of it. But at the same time, you're getting that workout in like a kid, you know, kids oh, go out and they get this amazing workout, but they're having fun. And I yes. think that what hula hooping and what you're doing, that is like the perfect way yes. to be able to experience. I call hula hooping the gateway drug to <laughs> physical fitness nice. and like loving fitness. Yeah. I have never worked out a day in my life really. Mm -hmm. um, I would start something and quit it immediately because I thought Me this too. is torture. I don't want to keep doing this. Um, but then when I found the hula hooping, I actually lost 10 pounds the first month I started it. And wow. I wasn't even trying to lose weight. I just was having so much fun. So like every day I would go in my backyard with my hula hoop and like play around and try to learn new things. Mm -hmm. um, and just because finally, probably for the first time in many years, I was moving my body. Yeah. So I just naturally started to lose some weight because I was burning calories without trying to. Mm -hmm. But it unleashed something in me. Like for the first time in my life, I was okay being sweaty. I always mm. hated that feeling. Um, and when I noticed my body start to change and I noticed that I started to feel better mm -hmm. in different parts of my body, I was like, oh, I bet I'm capable of doing more. Mm. So it kind of created this chain reaction. So then I started getting into hiking. Mm. And now I'm the person that when people are like, let's go to Dunbar Cave, I'm like, that's not hiking. Like, like that's an that's a, a easy walk. Yeah. Um, and before, <laughs> Dunbar Cave used to just kick my butt. Right. Um, just like the slightest incline, you know? Right. And now I am pushing myself 
into these like hiking situations that I never thought I would even be capable of. And uh, I actually did uh, get a personal trainer for a whole year um, because I finally found a place where I could love moving and working my body. But it still does for me have to be from a place of enjoyment Mm -hmm. and fun. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's just hard to get motivated to do it every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that was one of the biggest things for me, just going to the gym and just using machines. And I I don't like all of that. So I would rather swim and play basketball and now hula hooping. Um, And it's funny that you said it's a gateway because now it gave you that endurance to go hike some Mm -hmm. of those the real hiking. Where's yes. the real hiking at? Um, usually in eastern Tennessee, so okay. you gotta drive a so few like hours. Um, I have not quite made it as far as Gatlinburg. Yeah. I wish I could. I just haven't had the time mm-hmm. to like make a whole weekend of it because I would have to do that. My favorite place to hike is the Savage Gulf area. It's actually uh, if you took Highway 24 down towards like you're heading to Chattanooga. Okay. So you're past Murfreesboro and you just keep going. Um, everybody knows uh, where Bonnaroo is. That area. I know Manchester. where Bonnaroo. Okay, well, yeah. people who know yeah, yeah. about that festival, it's off of the Manchester exit, okay. actually. The same exit you would take to go to Bonnaroo, but it's way out in the country out mm. there. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful waterfalls, um, miles and miles and really? miles of oh, hiking. I love that. It is yeah. just gorgeous out there. Do you mm-hmm. go hula hooping out there? I bring my hula hoop with me yeah. every time I go hiking. And I know that sounds super weird. but um, <laughs> Not weird. That's what you do. Well, I don't know. I like <laughs> that I hiking is hard, right? Yeah, yeah. So I like that when I get to a nice flat spot, I can actually like release in a different way. Because mm. you do create tension sometimes as you're hiking, you know, throughout mm-hmm. your body. Because it's that same motion over and over oh, again. That's true. So I like when I get to a nice spot, I can just kind of unwind in a more fluid way Mm. it helps me keep going I like taking pictures with my hoops too is that like super weird Um, (laughs) so I take pictures of the hoops I am sponsored by a hoop company so I'll I'll take pictures for them you know when I have beautiful backdrops Um, but I they're also really convenient for clearing bugs and this is something (laughs) that uh, people who hike with me are like you brought a hula hoop and I'm like watch this so I'll sit in the front as we're hiking and I just kind of weave my hoop in front of me as I go and it catches all the spider webs that have come across oh, yeah. the trail uh-huh. and so n- none of my friends are walking through the spider webs. Look at that. I think it's pretty convenient. Nice. Convenient. <laughs> it serves more than one purpose. It's so random but it's true. Yeah that would be for me because I'm scared of spiders so oh, I'd be like listen Tiffany come on and get your hula hoop yes. right there. It's very convenient. Nice. So. Well let's talk back about how did you get started with hula hooping? Okay so I had a hysterectomy a few Mm -hmm. years back, Mm -hmm. and it was a long time coming. Um, I found out I had endometriosis the Mm -hmm. year I got married, and I just really hijacked my life there for Mm -hmm. quite a long time. Um, Talk about not wanting to move when you have chronic pain. And so I finally got to the place where I was able to have my hysterectomy. And that, number one, changed my life. Because for the first time, I wasn't in pain every single day of my Mm. life. And that was such a blessing. But also, uh, I had two surgeries that year. There were some complications. So I had to have a second surgery. But so I had been cut through my core muscles several times. And I just felt, like, so weak there. Right. And uh, I was at Target with my son. And I saw a hula hoop in the kids section. By the way, kids' hula hoops are not the way to start. We can talk about that later. But I just thought, oh, that could be a fun way for me to, like, try to strengthen my stomach up. Mm -hmm. So I got home, and I went to YouTube, and I just searched hula hoop fitness. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what I was in for. Oh, you didn't know beforehand? I didn't know this was a thing. Um, Uh I thought 
thought I would get some exercises where you step back and forth while it's on your waist. You know, this is like what I'm picturing. And then I see all these beautiful videos of these people dancing and doing all these crazy tricks with the hoops all over their body and sometimes multiple hoops. And I was like, multiple. Oh, yes. And I, I was like, what is this? <laughs> so I went down the YouTube rabbit hole. Yep. Um, I found this particular hooper. Her name is Deanne Love. And she just she's just got the greatest spirit about her and mm -hmm. she had all these tutorials mm -hmm. on there really high quality tutorials so i basically just taught myself mm -hmm. from that and it just became a love affair i never thought something would ever feel like music felt to me because mm -hmm. music has always just been part of me right and then when i found this it was like this missing part that i didn't even know was missing wow and it was that element of moving mm -hmm. versus sitting they're both expressive. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I can sit down and play the piano to relieve stress, or I can pick up and grab a hoop and move my entire body mm -hmm. to relieve stress. So they're different, but in effect, they're the same to me um, mm -hmm. because it is a part of just being creative and letting something flow out of you. Right. So to me, that's how they're connected. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's how I got started. That's and amazing. I just fell in love with it because it wasn't just fitness for me, which mm -hmm. is what I was initially hoping for, just to help after the surgery. But it, like I said, it relieved stress. Mm -hmm. It gave me another way to be creative with my entire body. Um, it's meditative mm -hmm. at times. There are times I can just get lost in a movement. And for the first time that day, I'm able to just shut my brain off of whatever I was thinking about. Yes. So many of my students tell me that is so important to them as well and that they've discovered that. Mm -hmm. um, it created balance in my body. Wow. Uh, I mean, there's just so many different benefits. Mm -hmm. And that's why my hoops have just stayed with me. It's never just been one thing. Mm -hmm. It literally is this entire experience that I had no idea Existing. I was going to get uh, get to experience until that day when I just went down the YouTube rabbit hole. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. So we're just randomly, hey, this might work. And yeah, bam. definitely. Wow. So, and now you mentioned it's not good to start with a kid's hula hoop. So. It's not. Okay. So most people who tell me I've never been able to hula hoop mm -hmm. and that now here they are a full grown adult, right? right? And they're picking up this hoop that's this tiny yeah. and weighs zero pounds. Right. And they're thinking that's gonna be able to rotate enough around an adult sized body. Mm -hmm. And it's just not. Mm. Then the other extreme is I've met people who go and buy those really large, fully weighted hoops mm -hmm. that I'm sure we've all they're seen. They're kind of like rainbow colored. Okay. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you can get those at like Walmart or something. Right. Um, but they are so heavy, they mm -hmm. can cause bruising, not just with your skin, yeah, but they can actually sense. cause internal bruising. It is very bad wow. for your body. Um, somebody gave one to me because they were like, I bought this and I hate it. Do you want it? <laughs> and I was thinking I might be able to take all the foam off and get to something better underneath it. Yeah. And we tried it. It felt like a torture device. It hurt <laughs> oh, so no. bad. I was like, ow, I can't yeah. imagine wanting to keep this on my body. Uh -huh. um, so Hoopers use, um, you can make your yeah, you own. Got some examples, right. I have made lots of my own hula hoops. This is one I bought. Um, You've made them? Yeah. Okay. So I go to Lowe's and uh -huh. I go to the plumbing section and you can buy these hundred foot coils what? of tubing and they yeah. come in different sizes. Right. Um, but really the rule for an adult is if you are standing, mm -hmm. the hoop, if it's sitting on the floor mm -hmm. like this, 
the top of the hoop should be touching where your belly button is. Okay. If it is too low, it is not big enough for you. Oh. It needs to be at belly button level or larger. We always joke that size matters in hooping. Um, <laughs> it's important. So, yeah, yeah. So larger is better uh, when it comes to hula hooping. Nice. Yes. Um, and people are always like, oh, no, that's too big. I, I don't want to try that hoop. And I'm like, just trust me on this. Mm-hmm. It's larger. It has more momentum. Mm-hmm. And it weighs just a little more mm-hmm. so that it can help keep that spin going so that you're not having to work as hard when you're learning how to do it the proper way in the beginning, mm-hmm. which is essential. So the thicker tubes, not the weighted ones, but mm-hmm. the thicker tubes, like the ones I make out of the tubing from Lowe's, mm-hmm. um, those are perfect for starting mm-hmm. if you if you are not naturally inclined to it. Right. So that um, would be me. And then you graduate up to a thinner tubing like this that is more lightweight, but it still has to be that tall. Mm. You never go smaller, really. Now mm. that I've been hooping, you know, for a while, I can hoop on my waist with a really tiny hoop, mm-hmm. but it's not going to keep going for very long, mm. and it's not going to be good for my body if okay. I'm trying to use something that is not the right size for my body. So gotcha. you'll see people when they're flowing with their hoops, with the tiny hoops, they'll be on their waist for a moment, but then it's off and on to the next thing. The mm. people who are hooping and staying on their body, they use the larger hoops. Gotcha. Because that's what is required to be healthy, number mm-hmm. one, but also to actually just keep the darn thing moving. Right. So yeah. the heavier, you actually want the heavier, not the lighter. Yeah, you want slightly heavy, okay. but not weighted. Right. Because then you get bruised up. Yes. And, it looks yes. Like kind of and that is not good for anybody. Yeah. You're not going to want to continue that, and it's not going to be good for your body. Wow. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, is there, an, like, I saw videos too. It's not just about moving the hoop around your waist you can also throw it with your arms and like jump through it and stuff yeah there's so many different moves um Mm -hmm. you can roll it across your chest you can spin it in the air um around your neck uh, you can spin it. I mean, you can literally basically just spin a hula hoop anywhere around mm-hmm. your body, but you can flow with it. It's mm-hmm. not always spinning around your body. Sometimes it's out here and you're spinning in a circle. If anybody wants to look, just go to Instagram mm-hmm. and just search hashtag hoopers of Instagram mm-hmm. and you will be flooded with all sorts of different styles and forms of hoop dance. It's beautiful. Everybody has their own unique style. So wow. mm-hmm. nice. And do you, when you do the hooping, do you um like listen to I'm, I'm obviously you listen to music do you do it for like the whole entire song or how how long do you hoop for well uh are you asking me more from a personal or I from guess, adolescent um probably a lesson okay yeah um when people start their lessons mm-hmm. we actually aren't using music at first okay. at first we're learning some basics you know we're going to start with on body learning how to do that properly mm-hmm. and then we're transitioning into the off body tricks once we feel like we have a good little arsenal of tricks under our belt that's when we start to incorporate it into flow mm-hmm. so we play little games like okay i'm going to pick the first move mm-hmm. and then you're going to pick the move that we go to next and then I'll pick a move, and then you'll pick a move. So you can start to learn how to move from one trick Mm. to the next, and then we start saying, okay, well now how can we move our feet while we're doing this? How can you move your arms while you're doing this to make it look more like a dance? Mm. So we do take you step by step through that process. So it'll be a few lessons Mm. before we actually start like throwing the music on and being like, let's go at this. Let's get it. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Is there a certain age group that it's limited to or? Um, No. I usually say you can start around the age of seven. Okay. Um, Seven because that's a bit arbitrary, but seven because at that point you can really understand instructions pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm really passionate about teaching hula hoops to adults. 
Yeah. Um, and I know that seems really weird because people think hula hoops and they automatically think about their children. Mm-hmm. But And I have lots of children that mm-hmm. are students and I love teaching them. But what I really want to get out there is that this is for adults, mm-hmm. especially women. I think what happens as we age and we take on all these different roles, mother, wife, you know, we have jobs, all these responsibilities, mm-hmm. we've lost a lot of ourself. Yeah. Once you get to a certain point in life. And I want to give that back to women. Mm. I want them to have a place where they can come and this is their thing. Mm. It's just theirs. Right. And it's their time. And I feel like I've been able to create this beautiful space. I have had women pick up a hula hoop in their first lesson. Mm -hmm. They get it spinning. And then the next thing they're crying. Wow. Really? And, um, it's they're they're finding a part of them that has mm-hmm. been lost for a while. Mm-hmm. I have women with chronic pain mm-hmm. who are able to move because it's low impact. Okay. Um, and they're like, oh, I didn't even think I would be capable of this, and it's boosting their confidence. Mm-hmm. It's it's about so much more, and I want women to have this thing. It can unleash your sensuality that maybe you feel you mm. have lost. You yeah. know, I know a lot of middle-aged mothers feel like, oh, I'm not that like desirable person. I'm not in touch with that part of myself anymore, mm-hmm. and they would like to get in touch with that. The hoop is a wonderful conduit for getting in touch with your sensual side. I would say the biggest thing, I see it unleash across everybody that touches a hula hoop and has lessons is confidence. Right. You will not meet a hooper out there um, or anybody that has had even just a few lessons that did not tell you, I am more confident because I started this process. Nice. And that makes sense because of the, the way that you're moving, it does connect you with that central side. It's, it's like dancing. It is. Like you're dancing salsa or something yeah. like that. And you're doing something you probably thought you never could have done. Right. Boosting your confidence. It may change the way your body feels and the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Confidence. Even for me, just being out, be able to go out into my backyard and hula hoop like no one's watching. Right. Without the neighbors, you know, like wondering. I'm sure they do wonder what the heck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, one day they actually did come out and have a conversation about me while I was hula hooping. Like, have you ever seen anything like that? You know, it's like super awkward. <laughs> yeah. But because I had already built my confidence up so much mm-hmm. through that process, I was like, sure, I'll keep hooping. Do you know? Um, and there's something beautiful about that, mm-hmm. that you're willing to be expressive and you're okay being seen. Right. Mm-hmm. Nice. And when did um, uh, when did it start, like, picking up into is it, is it a trend I, like it is definitely a okay. well i don't know if we would use the word trend hooping uh-huh. this style of hooping has been around for quite some time okay um but i think with the surgence of like music festivals and things like that mm-hmm. and just social media in general right you really do see it out more often okay. than you used to. And I've been blessed that since I've started this process, I didn't know there was any hoopers in Clarksville already. I thought mm-hmm. I was the only one. Um, but I have found lots of people that already live here that are hoopers. Nice. And now we, you know, go meet up and, at the park and have hoop dates, you know, play dates is what we call them. Right. Um, and it's really great because it's a wonderful way to build community and meet other people too. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. And it's fun too because you, um, you are actually a host on Learn, so yes. you're going to be able to teach people this. Yes, in I'm person. so excited about that. Um, and uh, it's funny because I think I, I saw that like Shaquille O'Neal and uh, oh, uh, Michelle Obama, they were doing oh yeah the hula hooping. Yes, and then uh, Brie Larson, you know, really? from the Avengers, Marvel, yeah. she she was on Jimmy Fallon and she had her hula hoop with her and she said she would keep it on set with her mm-hmm. for stress relief in between takes. 
Wow, that's yeah. so cool. I was like, that's awesome. Nice. Yes. Well, I am so glad that you're bringing this to Clarksville and there's other people out here doing it. Yes. Um, and I'm excited for, I want to learn. I so, can't wait to teach you. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so real quick, we're, uh, before we end this, I want to go through a lightning round so we can yes. get to know you a little bit okay. more. Um, so I have 12 questions that I'm going to ask you and you're just going to think of the first thing that comes to <laughs> okay. mind. Don't worry, it's nothing too crazy. Okay. Um, so do you prefer dawn or dusk? Oh my goodness, dusk. Okay. Yeah. Texting or talking? Can I do both at the same time? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Got to pick. Um, uh, if I if it was like between a phone call and a text, I would jef- definitely prefer a text. Okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite day of the week? Oh, Wednesday. Okay. Oh, Wednesday. That's that's a new one. <laughs> What's what? Why? Oh, okay. So this is a little weird. I uh, love camels, okay. so the association uh, with Wednesday is fun. But I've created my schedule in a way that's like. Monday and Tuesday, I go pretty hard. Wednesday is like a relief day. Mm-hmm. And then I go hard Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday feels very... Mm, middle. It's my middle calm day. Wow. And I've planned that on purpose. I love it. Yeah. Hey, you, you're really good at scheduling, too. I am. You mentioned yep. that. <laughs> um, how many cups of coffee do you drink per day? Only one. But uh, chai tea lattes yeah. from Yada Yada, uh, that's the grab bag. Nice. I can't have enough of those. Right. Yeah. Um, if you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? Oh my goodness, that I've never thought of that. Right. Oh, um, let's see here. What time would I go back to? Uh, it has to be something with lots of like dancing and right. live music. I don't consider myself a hippie at all. Yeah. But I think I would have had a lot of fun at like Woodstock or something. So I don't know. Although I don't really like mud, but yeah. I don't know. Let's go with that one. You can bring the hula hoop with you. I like flower crowns and flowy dresses. There you go. You know? So I think we could do that. Make that happen. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, if you could talk to, uh, would you rather speak every language in the world or talk to animals? I would like to talk to animals. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same. Uh, favorite season? Fall. Fall. Mine too. How long does it take for you to get ready? It depends what I'm doing. On a typical day, about 10 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm actually going to do hair and makeup, when I do it, I go all out. So I need an hour and a half. Nice. <laughs> an hour and a half from 10 minutes. Nice. <laughs> I, I have a large threshold here yeah. of like low maintenance to, all right, let's do this. Got you. <laughs> um, do you ask for permission or beg for forgiveness? Oh, ooh, I'm a, a beg, I'm a beg for forgiveness person. <laughs> I've never been a lover of rules. I like to bend them slightly. Yeah. Rebel. Mm-hmm. Um, giving presents or getting presents? Uh, giving. Invisibility or super strength? Oh, mm. um, do I get to choose with this? Oh, super strength. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think I would rather have strength, strength? than invisibility. Captain yeah. Marvel it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I could do some stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if you could learn anything or experience anything in the world, what would that be? So I actually have a list going. Mm-hmm. It's like written down in my journal of all the things I want to learn. I have many things. Mm-hmm. But the next thing on my list is actually the Sir Wheel. Okay. So think of a hula hoop you can stand inside of and it's a giant metal what? wheel. And it spins yeah. all around and you're in the hoop and then you're out of it. It's just beautiful. Uh-huh. Um, it's spelled C-Y-R. If anybody wants to go down that YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> it's just a beautiful form. And I actually found a place that teaches it in mm-hmm. Nashville. So 
that's the next on my list. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Cool. Well, Tiffany, I um, thank you so much for coming on. Thank it you. was really interesting learning more about hula hooping and how it can build uh, women's or anyone's confidence. And also, you can, you know, it's a, it's fitness, right? You can uh, lose weight doing it, and it's fun and exciting. Yes. Um, and before we hop off, where can people find you? How can they find out more about Yes, what absolutely. So I have a website. It okay. is hoopsandhighnotes.com because okay. I teach the music and I teach the hoops. So yep. hoopsandhighnotes.com. You can also find me on Facebook or Instagram also. Hoops and High Notes mm-hmm. is how you can find me. And then I have a wonderful friend of mine, Michelle. Mm-hmm. We are starting a podcast. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So we are currently in the process of interviewing some amazing people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be called Creative Clarksville. For me, it was starting it because I wanted to meet other creatives. I feel like sometimes because of the transiency of Clarksville, people move here, people leave. I make friends, I lose them, but also, I'm a creative person and I feel like I don't have enough creative people in my life, but I know they have to be here. Yep. So this is my personal quest to find these people and then be able to share them with everybody else. Um, and Michelle is actually here with Michelle, me today. You Michelle? Um, Michelle. Uh, around or which way? Right yeah. over there. So, we are going to be interviewing people who do anything creative. We're not going to put that into a box because we want to know what Really, what the driving force of their passion is. Michelle, how would right. you describe it? Hmm. Creative Clarksville or just Yeah, Creative me in Clarksville. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's it's finding what inspires people. Yeah. Their method of doing it. Mm-hmm. And then also how they transformed while they were doing it. Mm-hmm. And, and how it would inspire, inspire others to do the same. Nice. And their methods. Because a lot of times the, the part that's hard is where do you start? Right. Yeah. And when you have someone that's already created the will for you, they can help show you the, the route. And then it's just, to me, I think that's the hardest part is just getting started. Yep. And then seeing how others have managed to go through um, their um, trials and tribulations, should I say, uh-huh. um, that they that they can inspire and, and then they can also inspire you to do the same. So. I love that. I love that. And there's a lot of creative people here in Clarksville. So oh, I'm, sure I'm you getting guys to discover that. I'm so excited. Yes, some amazing people. Um, yes. When will that be live? Uh, we don't have an exact release date okay. yet, um, but our goal is by the end of summer. Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. And where yeah. can they find that? Um, it'll be available anywhere you would get your favorite podcast. Bam! Mm-hmm. So just like us, anywhere yes. you can get your podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Yay! Well, this is great. Thank you, Tiffany and Michelle. Thank I'm excited you. for Creative Clarksville. Yes. Um, and thank you, awesome listeners, for tuning in. I hope that you enjoyed this episode just as much as I did. I had a lot of fun. It was really cool learning about the um, intricacies of hula hooping. And I don't know about you guys, but I am definitely gonna start. Uh, It's pretty legit, great workout, building confidence. It's just all, just a lot of fun. Um, And so if you did like this episode or if you want to leave us any feedback, um, you can actually leave us a voice message using the Anchor app. That is where we are uh, recording this podcast. um, And we would love your feedback, love comments. If you're using any other podcasting app, 
definitely leave us a review. Um, we want to hear back from you guys, so make sure to uh, to let us know. So before we end, I just want to give another shout out to our collaborators that make the show possible. So a huge shout out to local and amazing organization that looks beyond the chain stores and spotlights local small business within our community and beyond. Make sure to check them out at localparksville.com. Another huge shout out to the incredibly talented Blondell Video Company. Um, so if you are listening to this podcast, you can actually watch this podcast on YouTube and on Facebook. Um, and the, the Facebook is available on Locals Facebook page and also Learn. Uh, so major shout out to uh, Blondell Video Company. She also um, helps your home tell its story with professional photo and video tours. So if your home is on the market in Clarksville, Tennessee, make sure to visit BlondellVideo.com. Also want to shout out the beautifully crafted Office Now co-working space that is the Clarksville's premier workspace solution. This is Clarksville's first ever co-work space solution with concierge services and the largest art gallery in the city. And lastly, want to give a shout out to Learn, where we are connecting local people within the community that want to learn or experience something hands-on. So go find unique activities that are hosted by local talent in your own backyard today at livedittlearnedit.com. And make sure to tune in with us next time here on Live and Learn. And you can also find us on Instagram at lived it, learned it and on Facebook. So see you guys live, learn, share and grow. Take care.